All right, so a little behind-the-scenes thing for the listeners. We've had discussions. I don't even know if I'd say disagreements, but discussions is a good word about the direction of the podcast, that we want to be on the same page. Uh-huh. Kind of making an executive decision with without you Okay. Uh, about the direction we're taking this week right now. Is it like to someplace warmer? Uh, it's actually to talk about the weather. <laughs> well, I don't think we've ever done that, <laughs> but I think we have to talk about the fucking weather right now. Fuck, right? it's cold. <laughs> Yes. It's cold. It's cold. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks outside. That's it. It's, it's negative. I got to work today and I was in the negative teens. Real temp. Yeah. Real temp. Yes. No windshield factor. No. It yeah. was like negative like 35 or something. I like can't that. wait until I'm old enough to. Okay. Here's a serious question. When you talk to old people, uh-huh. they know years. Yes. But if I ask you when you met your girlfriend mm-hmm. pivotal moment yep you would probably have to stop and pause and try to go backwards to ballpark the year right or uh, would you june, know the exact year june 7th 2014 fuck okay well am i the weird one then so here, here's my no here's my whole thesis that i, I old think people... you just picked the exact wrong thing okay <laughs> uh for, so for me anytime that things like that happen mm-hmm. i can probably ballpark it or whatever. Yeah. But you talk to old people and they are like, they will be able to tell you. So at what point are we going to be able to like 2019? That was the coldest, some coldest winter ever. Yeah. What? I don't know. Because <laughs> in like the, three or four the years. It happened in 78, but that's because my cousin was born then. So that's kind of how my family marks that. In three or four years, we're going to be like, remember a few years ago when it was fucking cold? When was that? I don't know. It was like six years ago. Yeah. But somehow when we're in our 60s, we're going to be like, 2019 i remember the ice storm of 95 i remember the mini blizzard of 99 so which one of those years there was one of those years that we got a nintendo 64 for christmas okay uh because what happened is we had our christmas break we got it for christmas Mm -hmm. at our christmas break then school was canceled monday through thursday okay and a two-hour delay on friday then it was canceled Monday through Thursday again, two-hour delay. So we had like a month off of school, and all I did was play Zelda 64. Was um, that 90? That would have been 95. That was 99. 99? When we had almost a month off of school was the uh, – it, it was 98, 99. Okay. Like, I don't remember if it started in December or January or when, but yeah, it was our ninth grade year. Yeah, that was amazing because all I did was play. It's also the year that I got South Park 64, mm-hmm. which was a fucking terrible game. I loved that game. I played the shit out of that. Like, I made my mom play that because they had the golden eye split screen. Mm-hmm. And I made my mom, I, I beat, I like just shot my mom up a whole time, a whole bunch of that with cow guns and see, we, we never got stuff. past the throwing snowballs at turkeys. Hmm. So. It wasn't any fun, and that I think is probably a pivotal point uh, point for me where I started realizing like the consequences of spending my parents' money because mm-hmm. it it was a like I remember it came out like December twentieth that year, yeah, and I wanted it not because I had any idea that it was a good game, mm-hmm. but because it was South Park. Yeah. So of course it has to be amazing, mm-hmm. and I my I remember my mom saying like we looked all over because it's not like you couldn't fucking order it from amazon right so they were driving all over they're going to the mall and stuff trying to find it in the handful of days before christmas and it's spending like 60 70 bucks on this game mm-hmm. 
And then I was like, ah, I feel obligated to like this game, but I don't. I'm, I feel bad that I made them spend this money. <laughs> yeah, see, I think Nintendo 64 carts were all the same, but back in the Super Nintendo days, um, some games were like $40, some game like $40, $50, some games were like $80, $90, mm-hmm. because they would basically have double the, the uh, capacity on them. Double the RAM, double the ROM, um, uh, double the storage, and so that the game for me, I th- it was I think it was WrestleMania, but it was uh, one of it was a wrestling game uh, that I think I brought over to your house at one point, uh, and it was not good. It was not fun, and it was ninety dollars. WCW and, NWO verse. NWO? Uh, that is World Tour? Something like that, yeah. Uh, probably the second best Nintendo 64 wrestling game. Hmm. The first being... Uh, God. WWE... Or at that time it was WWF. Was it No Mercy? I got nothing for you, bro. I think it was No Mercy. I got nothing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was No Mercy. Yeah. That was a great game. I am bitter now uh, that there are so much like you like it's everybody that's ever been a wrestler, uh-huh. and He's I dead. <laughs> no, is is a playable character. Oh yeah, like you look at the roster now on all of them, mm-hmm. and it's insane. It's it's there's at least a hundred different playable characters, right? Okay, ballpark. There's a hundred playable characters, and I remember like WrestleMania the arcade game. There was like ten. Yeah. That WrestleMania game I got. And it was awesome, but there were 10 compared to 100 now. Yeah, the WrestleMania game I got, it had Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Yokozuna, The Undertaker, Razor Ramon. You're going to forget one, and I know what it is. I I don't think Diesel was a big thing yet, so I don't think it was Diesel. There's two you're missing. That's five. There's two you're missing. And I'm pretty sure, like, PlayStation I'm trying had, to remember if there were six or eight characters. Well, I think there was one system had l- less. I think you're, you might, maybe you had a different system. I had PlayStation, and you're missing two. Oh, I'm talking the Super Nintendo game that I bought for $90. That oh, I, okay. I made my mom buy for $90. Oh, I thought we were talking about WrestleMania, the arcade game. No. Um, this one, it was like... Maybe this was the Super Nintendo version of that because it was super uh, arcadey in that yes. like they things popped out of them. Doink, I think was on it. Yep, that's one. There's one uh, more. There's one more. Okay, so that's six. So there are probably eight or ten. I got I got one more that was definitely on that. Ah, uh, this is really good radio right now. It is. It? Uh, I don't think Diesel. It wasn't. Wouldn't be like a bushwhacker or nope. Wouldn't be like, still be past like Junkyard Man. Wouldn't be like Repo Man. Ah, I mean that's. Oh, I forgot one too. There's two that I. uh, There's one that I knew. One that I forgot. Is Hulk Hogan still there? Nope. This this is yeah. This is after he went to. Yep. I totally forgot this one. All right. So the one that I forgot Uh is Lex Luger. Yes, because I remember doing the torture rack. Yeah, that was how I I always wanted that. The uh, my phone's ringing. 
That's good. It's a good yep. thing you don't have it's unprofessional. Uh, the one that I did remember that you forgot was Bam Bam Bigelow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Because I think that was the, that was, yeah, that was the year that he fought uh, LT yeah. at WrestleMania. All right. Well, didn't expect <laughs> to go there uh, from the weather somehow. So it's fucking cold. Yes. Good. It sucks in the Midwest. <laughs> uh, uh, at least seven people are dead last I saw. Seriously? Already, yeah. In the Midwest? I'm assuming homeless people? That's what I assume also. Um, do you remember when we had that like big snowstorm a couple weeks ago? Mm. When we got all that snow? I don't even know if it was a big snowstorm. I remember we got snow, yes. But there were other parts of the country that got oh, okay, sure. like a foot, foot and a half. Okay. Um, there, are you going to silence that now that it's gone off twice? Well, the, but then how will I know if somebody calls? I, should, I need to listen to this voicemail. Go ahead. Uh there uh there was a kid in Iowa who got into a fight with his parents like 13 14 year old kid who got into a fight with his parents over cell phone usage and like walked out to run away and like they found him dead buried underneath the snow a few days later and i was like that fucking sucks to it's- be cuz that's you're going to have like you're, you're going to have those fights cuz they're they're important in the moment right like you need to teach your kid responsibility and all this stuff uh and you know it probably genuinely pissed you off whatever that's but it's not totally not worth that so that you just like ah i can't even fucking imagine being those parents the uh there was a thing that i got somebody said something online and i had to backtrack to figure out what it meant or whatever and it, and it came down to a story from, it had to have been a decade ago, but a young teen committed suicide because his parents took his iPod from him. Okay. Like as some punishment. So whatever the, whatever the argument, mm-hmm. his parents were probably totally justified. That's a, that's a super reasonable punishment for a yeah. 12 year old is to take his, his iPod for a while. Mm-hmm. And he committed suicide and like, it's fucking heartbreak. The exact same thing. Yeah. Like it's heartbreaking because you know those parents are blaming themselves for that. Right. But it, if they, only we'd not taken away his iPod. Yes. But which no, he was, was obviously unstable. Yeah. This is depressing. I don't know how we. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> weather. <laughs> this is why we don't talk about weather on the show. It must be. It We're leads like to dead children. It, <laughs> oh, I I'm. This is this is so running from the problem for me, mm-hmm. but I'm really glad that we don't live in an area in which we are like seeing homeless people and things frequently, because mm-hmm. I don't know how you like walk past them when it would be this cold if they're on the street. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, we're in the suburbs. It's the odds of seeing them are very slim to none. That, but my point is that yeah. happens to people like people yeah. do that where they have they walk past them, but at the same time, they can't bring every person in in detroit and new york into their home mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yeah i don't know it sucks yeah it's almost like it's a problem let's it's <laughs> terrible and needs to get solved yeah let's continue to pretend it doesn't exist and talk <laughs> about stupid movies are you good with that like rumple stiltskin rumple stiltskin uh 
Give me a synopsis for Rumpelstiltskin. Can I? Go for it. Uh, it's the story of Rumpelstiltskin. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if you've heard the fairy tale, that's exactly what this is. Except there's no spinning gold except not in the main story. Uh, no. But that happened. Yeah. Within the confines of this universe. Yeah. Overall thoughts on Rumpelstiltskin? Uh, eh. Uh... We'll get into it as do it, but I feel like there's one moment very early on in this film that colored my entire uh, watching of it. Mm-hmm. And so even though Rumpelstiltskin is like throwing out one-liners and stuff like that, much just like Leprechaun does, I did not enjoy them in the slightest. Hmm. Uh, this is definitely partial nostalgia. But I really enjoy this movie. It's not yeah. as perfect as it was in my mind, not mm-hmm. having watched it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoy it because you have this Mark Jones's uh, forte seems to be taking a fictional creature and putting him in various modes of transportation. <laughs> That's all he does. Yes. This director just constantly does that. Mm-hmm. And he does it again in Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what is it with this guy in doing that? Do you think he realizes it? Uh, like I don't think he sets out to do it. I think it's whatever it is he's drawn to just putting these fictional creatures behind different types of of transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm I'm just picturing Leprechaun on roller skates and going through the fence, <laughs> which is one of my favorite parts about the yes. entire movie. Good. And I'll give this this director credit. <laughs> he knows how to cast a fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Warwick Davis, impeccable. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy fucking nails Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Say what you can about any of the other movie. This guy this guy is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a Star Trek guy. Yeah, apparently he was on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Uh, which I was reading the IMDb trivia uh, about him. And my favorite thing is like uh, he was almost a professional baseball player but chose to be an actor instead. And so when he's on uh, Star Trek... They do an episode where he's in the hollow deck, and uh, is playing baseball, but he's supposed to be playing badly, and he couldn't be bad enough, so <laughs> he went from batting like he's normally a right-hander, so he batted left-handed because that was the only way he could look bad. It's <laughs> not. I'm sure. I mean, he, he, he spent two decades of his life of his life at least yeah. learning that. It's yeah. it's. Uh, it's hard to unlearn that because it's just it's it's an instinct at that point. That's awesome. Right. I didn't really read that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so it starts off in fourteen hundred, and he's running through a forest woods with yeah. a baby. I so much wanted him to run into Trantor. Like I wanted them to pa- Trantor to pass <laughs> them, and then Rumpelstiltskin because it's the exact same opening. Uh. So then he, he runs through a cliff and turns around. Uh, all the villagers have have caught up. And then he says, uh, you know, to bring it back to wrestling, he says, come bring the pain. <laughs> Which is like, is Rumpelstiltskin a professional wrestler? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Is that what color do you poorly? No. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I do love this movie has the balls to just be like, here's our fucking creature. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fuck around. Yeah. There's no waiting until the third act to, for the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not shy about showing you this makeup because it does look fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's like, here's your creature. This is what you're in for. Watch him hobble awkwardly. He, he does a weird crouching crab walk run. Yes. And he's consistent in this too, mm-hmm. man. This doesn't disappear and reappear. Uh, it is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, he grabs one of the villagers and rips his eyeball out. Yes. But then his eyeball is still moving Mm -hmm. in his hand. That's That's how muscles work. That's not how eyeballs work. (laughs) That's how muscles work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's remote controlled. Uh, he throws some magic sparkly dust mm -hmm. and, uh, it like puts a ring of fire around him. And then later there's a, like a witch woman or something. And she also has this sparkly magic dust. Where do they get it? Everyone seems to have this magic powder dust. Uh, well, I know where you can get it now, and it's ran by a woman that loves dog food and cigars. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you get it. Okay. Uh, the pulling the eyeball thing out, that uh, happens a lot in these movies. Yeah. Like there's definitely an eyeball fixation in a lot of horror, because I think we've all had something in our eye, mm-hmm. so that's some a go-to visceral feeling. And we know it's a horror movie because there's a full body burn in the opening. Act. Very quickly. <laughs> yep. He he, uh, he gets caught on fire and turns to stone. Mm-hmm. And then they chuck him into the ocean. Yeah. And then it's present day L.A. Yep. And uh, we meet Russ. We meet Russ. Is this, our, is this our first Russ? I think this is like last <sighs> last week we had a Justin. We did. But we have Justins all the time. Mm-hmm. I think this might be our first Russell. It might be. Uh, and he is a fucking hero. Yeah. He first he is talking about his his wife's pregnant mm-hmm. and he's talking to his partner. She wants like a flower name. Mm-hmm. And his his partner I like their dynamic. I yeah. wish they were here more. Like mm-hmm. his partner in particular I really liked and he suggested naming him Thorn. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> first he, named, he his first suggestion is Bud. Yes. And then Thorn. Yes. Uh and I love that. And yeah. then there's like the uh the g- dynamic which isn't unique to this movie but it always really works for me which is like the fake flirtation between the cop's partner and the wife. Mm-hmm. I always like that. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that said that, that Russ's idea was Thorn. Yeah. <laughs> and she is in a kitchen set that looks like a kitchen set instead of a kitchen. Sure. Like it looked like she was on an infomercial set. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the scene that colored the whole rest of the thing. Okay. Which is... Uh, he's on the phone with his wife. Yep. And we see a woman with a baby across the street. Yep. They radioed for a code seven. Which by the I way. think means Which means meal break. Like I yeah. they said code seven and I was like, Is this a joke like a donut stop? And I Googled it and that's legitimately a meal break. Mm-hmm. And I was like, This movie did the smallest amount of research possible. Good for it. Yeah. So there's a baby. Uh yeah, she's got a baby and then she turns around and there's a, a guy with a gun carjacking her and then the next five minutes of the movie are in slow motion (laughs) and it's just like uh so russ drops the phone he grabs his gun Mm -hmm. he says freeze yes and then he sees the baby and he freezes Mm -hmm. as the the carjacker shoots him in the leg yes and then in the uh, Bowie 
and then <laughs> and then like in the heart. Yes. Uh but it's all like super like glorified. Yes. And then but Russ doesn't vi- die in vain. Spoiler, th- Russ dies. <laughs> Not in vain. And then he's like dying, but he gets the, his hand up. And he shoots the guy as he's running away in the back of the head. Uh, and it's all weird, glorified violence. Like, And his fucking... And it has the weirdest tone. And his fucking head explodes. Like, are we supposed to be excited? I think we're shot, supposed to be thrilled that he got the vengeance on this guy. he shot a carjacker in, in the, the back head, of the in head. In the back of the head as he was running away. Yes. Having not carjacked anyone. Correct. Uh, yes, we were supposed to be jerking. shot him three times, but... We were supposed to be hardcore jerking off to that violence, man. Like, this wasn't the fun violence that this movie has. This is a weird tone yes. in this scene that you're 100% right on. It yeah. makes you feel dirty. Like, And it colored the whole rest of the movie for me. So I never got to have fun with Rumpelstiltskin because I just had that, that like... Uh, it's like when you uh, eat like something that's fried, but it's like cold and like it's all greasy and stuff. Okay. And then you eat something really good, but you've still got that grease that's like coating your mouth. Okay. So you can't tell how good it actually is. I because it's all coated with this grease from the previous. I think I you get ate. your analogy. Let me tell you my analogy that I would have to watching this. Okay. Uh, it's like uh, you go and visit grandma. You know you love grandma. Uh, I haven't had a grandma for 25 years. Uh, okay. I've had a grandma for 30 years. Anyway, making the point, this is hypothetical grandma. So you go and visit grandma who you really love, right? Sure. You know how much you love her. You know how kind hearted she is. Uh huh. But then she throws out like a racial slur or something. And you're like, Ooh, that wasn't good. Grandma. I don't like that. That part of grandma right there. But I still love my my grandma. But it's like meeting your grandma for the first time, and the first thing she does is that's is what I'm saying. My like experience white was, is right. No, no, no. That's why I'm saying that's what my experience is. But you just met my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm saying. I understand yours, but I'm trying to tell you mine. Yeah. Is, and then you're like, uh, "This is my friend Justin." Mm-hmm. Uh, She's like, "Hope he, hope he ain't she, one of them Jews." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like. Uh, if I didn't know you were married, I'd think you were a faggot. And I'm just, and I'm just like, holy shit. And then she's nice the whole rest of the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. But all in my brain, I'm just like, she just said, she said faggot. Like, <laughs> like, she didn't say like faggot. She put she really emphasized like faggot. Like it's really the F, yeah. like that harsh tone. Uh, so it doesn't happen very often, but a, but a couple times, a few times, uh, folks have said something casually racist to me. Mm-hmm. And I always get upset and offended. Like, what is wrong with me that they think that I'm cool with that? Like, yeah. what what led you to believe that I would want to hear that from you or that I was going to pat you on the back and agree with you about what you're saying? It's because we live where it's cold. <laughs> so, it's the assumption. The uh, and so, you know, the moment you get past hello... They can be themselves. I, I don't know. I don't get it's it, man. Nothing on you, man. Uh, I can't help but feel like it is. Like I don't know. You're white. There's that. It is. I don't know. I don't. It does. I get it's mad. I get mad at them. Like from on multiple levels when when something like that happens. Yeah. So, uh, so that so, you're right. 
weird ass vibe mm-hmm. for these scenes at the start of the movie yes and, and it really feels like well at least he didn't die in vain this motherfucker's dead and and it wasn't even like a comeuppance thing it wasn't like he ran into traffic and got hit by a car because that could be a karmetic thing right mm-hmm. uh where he that was it's what he made bad decisions and that's what happened to him no this was sort of our hero yeah like gunned him down. Like if that guy had killed the baby, and then this was the end of the movie, mm-hmm. you you earned it. Yes. No. That's you not what happened. You don't start your movie <laughs> with that. Yeah, you're right. I'm, we're you're 100 percent right. There is something that good comes from old Russ, though. Baby John Stewart. Baby John Stewart. <laughs> That's call- literally my next note. It's those three words. Baby John Stewart. That's exactly what mine says. <laughs> Baby John Stewart with an exclamation mark. <laughs> I have I have a question mark. Oh, I have an exclamation mark. So mm-hmm. you wrote Baby John Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we were both apparently thrilled that his name is John Stewart, which is not like uh, somebody naming a fictional Barack Obama mm-hmm. <laughs> like it. 20 years before he came into the public eye the name john stewart shouldn't surprise anyone that it's a fictional name well i mean actually uh john stewart is the green lantern after hal jordan so you know there's that so we meet uh russ's uh wife uh or the late russ's wife Mm because he passes away uh Baby John Stewart and her friend, who we know from Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, she was the friend of the woman that was uh, worked at the bookstore, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they decide that they need to. She she's trying to get her over her dead husband, so they're gonna go shopping, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, On the way there, they pass a dude in a red hat, and I was like, ah, fuck! Oh wait, it's like 1989. <laughs> it's 1995. I can't yeah. not. I told uh-huh. you that that I I saw that, and it was like Bob's construction, <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck you! Oh, hey Bob. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely people out there that are like, why the fuck did I make my hats red mm-hmm. five years ago? Yeah, they're, they're just like <laughs> great. Now I, this is my branding. Yes. Like yeah. we we don't remember uh, the 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 group that used to sell popcorn that wore white hoods over their head. <laughs> like there yeah. was a popcorn company sure. that that was their thing that they would go door to door. Yeah, and be like, oh, the popcorn people are here. They got those it's white the popcorn hoods. ghost. <laughs> we don't remember it's a spooky that spooky treat. History doesn't remember that. <laughs> History doesn't remember uh, uh, when uh, Captain Kangaroo had that tiny little mustache <laughs> under his nose. He had to get rid of that quick. But we do remember when Michael Jordan had it in that Hanes commercial. Did he have it? He had a Hitler mustache in a Hanes commercial in like 2013. Nice. I uh, I watched, uh, I I saw a thing and it was like Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan on a talk show or something. Mm -hmm. And they were just, they were ball busting back and forth or whatever. Yeah. And Michael Jordan said something like that Barkley does. And I'm not even a basketball guy, but this is funny to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, that Barkley doesn't have five rings or whatever Michael Jordan does. Yeah. And he said, yeah, but I also didn't have Scotty Pippen, Dustin, or, uh, Dustin Rod- Rodman, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman, um, 
and a couple other people on his team or whatever. Steve Kerr, yeah, I was current like, coach of the. That was pretty Warriors. funny. That's pretty funny because he just took it away from him and mm-hmm. gave credit to the other guys, but didn't didn't even put it on himself. He didn't say I'm better than you. He just yeah. said these guys are better than you. And I was like, that's the perfect ball busting back and forth. Yeah. So they go into uh, this shop with the aforementioned dog food cigar lady yes uh this is another one of those shops just like in gremlins i want to find these places dude (laughs) the place where you walk by and a dummy falls over and there's a musical sting yes (laughs) those places that apparently don't want to sell anything because the one thing everyone finds in every one of these things is not for sale why are they there? You have a store. You were paying rent on this place. You go there and open the door and then get annoyed when people come in. At a certain point in this movie, like they do it throughout, but at a certain point it started to get to me like, okay, maybe maybe movie, maybe I'm a little on board. Maybe maybe the the, the Gun, sh- the gun ballet. Maybe that's far enough in the past. The ghost of gunshots that I, past. That I, that I can get on board with this, but they kind of do throughout the whole movie where they do a trope like that and then immediately subvert it. So in this one, she's like, "Oh, that's not for sale," and she's like, "But it has a price tag on it." <laughs> because what they found is the 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 stone that Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. turned into. Yeah. Um, I, re- I we glazed over it, but I want to talk a little bit more about the dog food thing. So I don't think it's actually dog food. I think it's like canned chili. Yeah, that she's eating something. And I don't it's think it's canned chili. It's like it's like clumped together. I think it's like supposed to be like spam or something, yeah. like a canned ham type yeah. thing, something like that. But uh, like the whole idea is like this is gross. She's eating it. Mm-hmm. Then she doubles down on the gross by putting a cigar out in it. So you got a woman smoking a big fat cigar, mm-hmm. puts it out in the food. And then she continues eating it. Like, mm-hmm. they did the triple down, and it worked, because that is fucking gross. Yeah. She, I really expected her to be shorter. Like, she just little... from that vibe. Like, I got, you know. You were expecting Zelda Rubenstein. I was, I was expecting Zelda Rubenstein a little bit. That's that's on you for having expectations. Yeah. well, when you introduce a character like that, and you see... Not them. You think, oh, they're gonna look weird. No, she was just like a a fat lady. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she didn't look weird. <laughs> she didn't have like a weird hag nose, or she wasn't like weirdly proportioned like Zelda Rubenstein. Nothing. I really, just... I, I think it would be awesome to have a movie where it's just like an average looking person, and they did the thing like they did an ice cream man where everybody in the entire universe just thought the kid was fat. That mm-hmm. you just have this average looking person that everybody's like, "Oh God, look how ugly that person is!" It's like you're dating him, and it's just this totally average looking dude. But if everyone else in that movie is like good looking actor, like in most movies, then it would make sense. Maybe got to figure something out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, they decide they have to have this Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. because well, plot. Because it, it, well, it hypnotizes her. Mm-hmm. So she has to take it home. Yes. Uh, and that's where she makes a tear-filled wish mm-hmm. from the heart that she wants to her husband back. Well, that she she wants 
Baby John to see her, him to see Baby John one time. Yep. Uh, and and he, then he comes back, mm-hmm. and it's the weirdest opening line for a dead husband ever. He walks in the door and says, you're not dreaming, I'm real. She didn't say anything <laughs> that, is this a dream or whatever? He just walks in and just like assumes like, like he's been right behind the door for like five minutes thinking, okay, what am I going to say? I got to have a, I got to have a killer opening line. Okay. Got it. Uh, so, uh, they bone. He spends like eight seconds with his son mm-hmm. and then go bones his wife. He's like, oh, that's night. That's, that's a baby. It oh, looks like did. every other baby. Yeah. Let's uh, just set this wanna, down over here. You want to fuck? I've been dead for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get it on? So they do. Mm-hmm. And then Ghost Russ turns into real rumple in the shower. Yep. Uh, and the future is hard on thy throat. <laughs> uh, so Rumpelstiltskin shows up and he's like, hey, bitch, I granted your wish. Now I need the baby. Yeah. And she's like, but uh, don't take the baby. Uh, so they go back and forth. She throws dishes. He, he uh, creeps around. She literally stabs him in the forehead with a knife. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's cool. I don't have a soul. You can't hurt me. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like there's things like that that I feel like the mythology would be more f- like <clears throat> there could be a mythology here. Mm-hmm. But I think he's like, that's the only time he says is you can't kill me if I don't have a soul. Well, I mean, they say it a couple times. It's the... Uh... It's the whole reason that he needs the baby is to steal the baby's soul. Okay. So that he can, I assume, die. So he wants to die? I assume. I, I feel like that's a thing like immortal creatures don't want to be immortal. Yeah. It's kind of a story. It right? is. Um, she shoves the broomstick down his throat. And that's mm-hmm. where he says, the future is hard on thy throat. Yeah. Uh, and she starts hitting him with the broom. And he gets scared. And he gets scared and runs away. Mm-hmm. So this is your uh, your yeah. alien water moment mm-hmm. from Signs. Yeah, yeah. Then she stabs in his mouth, locks him in the closet, and they escape. And he uh, jumps out the window after them. Yep. And, and she, she runs him over with the van. Yeah. Uh, and I think here, like, when you're just looking at Rumpelstiltskin talk and stuff, he is pretty fucking awesome looking, dude. Like he's yeah. got an, like down, he's got nose ring and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. just like those little things that, uh, that really bring it home. Scars on his face and scars on his face. He's got like little bells hanging off of his, of his hat, mm-hmm. which, you know, jingle uh, from time to time. exactly could be goofy. You know, you can see exactly how they took this fun looking jester character and tweaked him into something negative. And I think they really nailed it. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so then the, the cops show up and are like, well, this, he's, he's probably one of those kids on PCP. And the friend is like, you're staying at my place. And oh, by the way, my psychologist friend is staying over. Maybe we can get this whole weird elf guy thing solved. Mm -hmm. And so they have dinner and this is where I can't tell if the friend like, is a good actress playing a character or just really bad at reading these lines? The girl with the, the woman with the voice the dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because that's exactly, <laughs> it's one of those two. <clears throat> Cause it's exactly, she has the exact same character in silent night, deadly night four. Basically, it's yeah. like the neighbor that's sort of pushing to do something. 
so I, th- I th- think she's just, <laughs> I think that's exactly what she needs to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I buy that, that she's like lives vicariously through her friend mm-hmm. is kind of what it is. She's a legitimate friend. Yeah. Uh, but it is weird. So the psychologist is just like, everything you've said sounds like Rumpelstiltskin. Let's get out this book on the shelf because they are. There's always a book on the shelf. I've got one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I would believe that you would have one, <laughs> but not a random, <laughs> random. Uh, what's, what's the female version of a poon hound? A female version of a poon hound would be a slut. Okay, <laughs> I don't a sl- know. A, a slut wannabe. <laughs> Uh, um, that's, so she apparently has that book. They open it up and they read, and she's like, "It's Rumpelstiltskin," and I'm like, "Well, now she uh, Rumpelstiltskin says in the in the apartment, give me the baby or tell me my name." Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, we're 20 minutes into an hour and a half movie. We figured it out. We know his name. Uh, <clears throat> why is no one yelling his name at his face? Yes. Because no one does until the end, and it makes him blow up. Spoiler alert for the end of this movie. Uh, yeah, but well, you had to get in these various modes of transportation, man, because he steals a motorcycle. Yeah, so he breaks in, kills the friend, uh, yeah, and gets hit again by uh, her in, a car, in another car this time. And then, yeah, steals a... Okay, so here's... Here, he runs out the front door. Mm-hmm. How does he know how doorknobs work? Do they not have doorknobs in the 1400s? They may have had like latches and stuff, but a doorknob, like you would think, oh, I can just pull this, but it like stops you. It would at least take a second because he comes in through the wall. He was, he was Ghost Russ for a little bit, so maybe. So maybe he absorbed all that knowledge. Well, or he at least did a couple practice rounds mm-hmm. with, uh, like maybe Rumpelstiltskin was the one that was fucking the woman. Like he, we don't know when he turned from Rust to Rumpelstiltskin. Like, right. what if he walked away from the sun? His obligation was fulfilled. Then he stood at the door for a few minutes trying to figure out how this doorknob thing worked. Then he got in the shower. Yeah. So then he steals a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And he knows how a clutch works. We yes. see him operating the clutch mm-hmm. and the brake and the gas. He looks pretty badass, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Not since I watched Sons of Anarchy have I wanted a motorcycle so much. <laughs> uh, so then he wipes out on the motorcycle. Uh, but luckily a truck drives up. Mm-hmm. And he rips the guy's the truck driver's head off yes. and puts the, the shades on him. Mm-hmm. And gets in and is like, ah, oh, more powerful steed. Made in America, the best kind of steed. How does he know what America is? Fourteen ninety two. Yeah, this, he he was <laughs> he was a rock in fourteen ninety two, and it wasn't called America until well after Amerigo Vespucci. Uh, and then we do get the best villain driving a semi truck since Terminator two. <laughs> two years earlier, Where three years he earlier, chases, he chases. Uh, her down with a semi truck and says, I love when a plan comes together. How has he seen the A team? (laughs) 
See, this is this is why when I watch Leprechaun 2 and he does all the same things, I'm completely on board on this movie. I was not yet on board. So I just have all these notes of how does he know what this is? That's how not, does he know this reference? How does he know how thing. this works? I think if I had the energy, I would cut right now to you like, I love the Leprechaun making a John Wayne impression. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> no, it doesn't make you. You need to pick a side and be on it, Justin. I am. I'm pro Leprechaun. I'm anti Rumble Stiltskin. I picked a side. That's very not fair. Yeah. We've not mentioned the talk show host. Yeah. So her car breaks down and she picks up the talk show host who, uh, in the baby John Stewart scene, they watch uh, way too much of. There's like f- just five minutes of the audience watching a talk show, basically. Yes. Which is just jerry springer even Uh, it even looks like the 1995 jerry springer set well the show might be jerry springer but he's not jerry springer no he's he's like uh the howard stern sure more uh because he's the sexist he's the guy ogling the women and professing professional uh, asshole yes he's a professional asshole and he makes that very clear and he happens to be the guy that picks her up yeah uh he is in the desert, mm-hmm. and he says he's going camping, and, and he brought a boat. A boat. <laughs> yes. I love this, because that boat also is filled with gasoline, as we later learn, mm-hmm. uh, because Rumpelstiltskin hits it, and it is the biggest unsafe explosion ever. That is, uh, he hits it right after it gets knocked off the trailer and speeds past them yes. as they're speeding up <laughs> down the highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it is obviously a plywood boat Yeah, uh, that is painted on the exterior because it does a flip and you can see the totally unfinished inside. <laughs> yeah. And then it explodes mm-hmm. like it's filled with a dozen atom bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so then the truck that uh, our heroes are in jumps like a ridge. And lands hard and bounces around. There's a baby in that car. That car now has shaken. That, that baby now has shaken baby syndrome. Uh, it does. So we should probably stop trying to save the baby and just give Rumpelstiltskin what he wants. Yes. Just the baby yourself. is safer in Rumpelstiltskin's hands at this point. <laughs> yes. uh, luckily, we have another mode of transportation that we get to see characters use now. Uh, but right before that, he says they have no brakes. And then they have the world's smallest accident. They're speeding down a highway. He says, I have no brakes. They have literally floored the accelerator. And then they hit a gas station, uh, a gas pump, going about two miles an hour. Yes. And his airbag deploys, and she moves about an inch. Uh, This is just so that we get to see uh, the professional asshole Mm -hmm. in his dune buggy. Yeah. Getting chased by a semi truck. Mm-hmm. How many times watching that chase did you think that truck, like, oh shit, that truck is about to hit that dune buggy? Every eight seconds, and then they <laughs> cut to him being two hundred feet in front of him yes. somehow again. Every single chase in this movie is he is so close until we need about three minutes to yes. prepare, and then, and then he's way behind. <laughs> yes, this is the. The fastest dune buggy or the slowest semi truck ever. Uh, luckily, uh, in a shocking turn of events, 
they get uh, him out of the semi and he doesn't get ran over. Yeah. Uh, damn it. I have a note here and I don't know what it is, but I remember it being super weird. Okay. So there's a slap that happens here soon uh, where she slaps the professional asshole and it is the most over the top uh, slapstick type of slap ever. Mm-hmm. They get arrested. And they put them in the same jail cell, so you have opposite sex people in the same but it's a, temporary it's, it's holding a jail. I don't know. It's not prison. I still don't think they put you in jail. I don't know. In the same. I said I had a note. I didn't know what it means, and then you just like, okay, let me speed through the rest of the movie. Here. I wasn't trying to speed through the movie. I was thinking maybe those are the things I was trying to prompt no, you. He, the asshole, at one point says, "Fuck, it's me." Fuck, it's me. I'm trying to remember when this is, but I remember it being super weird and like not knowing exactly what it meant. I don't know. That's new to me. Mm. But yeah, the the dune buggy, uh, he go, gets out of the way right at the last second and the semi-truck rolls downhill, explodes, and then they, the cop comes and uh, gets ganked by Rumpelstiltskin. So now they're arrested. They they're hiding out. They're outlaws, mm-hmm. and then get arrested for being cop killers. I really like the Rumpelstiltskin too because he gets burned up, and then mm-hmm. he kind of like peels off his crusty, like it's like the burnt part of the marshmallow is the it's outside exactly of Rumpelstiltskin. What I was just gonna say, and then uh, it's just like the warm, perfect, gooey side is mm-hmm. what's left. Yeah, and it's awesome. I could really go for a s'more right about now. <laughs> you told me you didn't like marshmallows before. When did I ever say that? When I tried to I get don't you. like Lucky Charms marshmallows. No, 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 no. Because I was wanted you and Tom to, in a very homoerotic way, smear uh, marshmallow fluff all over oh, each other. Oh, I hate other. marshmallow fluff. It's gross. How's the, What's the difference between marshmallow fluff and marshmallows then? I don't know, but one's gross and marshmallows are fine. Hmm. I won't, like, eat a bag of marshmallows, but I will eat... I, I will chow down on a mallow. Be it marshed or peeped. Hmm. Okay. But so, marshmallow fluff is gross. I don't know that. I don't know if I've ever actually had marshmallow fluff, so I may be unfairly. Uh, I don't know that I've that had marshmallow somewhere. fluff either, but I'm going to go on record and say that it's gross. <laughs> the idea, like it's it's a solid, it's a spongy thing, but it's like an entity. But then you make a blob out of it, and I'm just, I don't think I'm on board. Hmm. It's a blob at room temperature. I was so far off on your birthday present, considering like <laughs> I can't even get you to eat marshmallow fluff. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm the pickiest motherfucker in the world. So far away from that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of being picky, like I've lived off of chicken nuggets my entire life. Uh, Tyson is uh, recalling 18 tons of chicken nuggets, and the headline I read said. Uh, Tyson is recalling chicken nuggets not for their rubbery taste, but because they could actually contain rubber. <laughs> and so that's why they're being recalled because there could be rubber in them. I thought you like got angry and like wrote a letter to the editor. How dare you, <laughs> you blaspheme, Tyson? I don't know. Uh, so we end up having our final battle back uh, on a cliff. I some I don't think I don't think so. It's like on a hill or something. Uh, there's some sort of a grade. They're in L.A. Can we agree? There's a grade. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, it's like a, a graveyard a on a hill. Okay, 
I think is what it is. There's some sort of a, a rise over run here associated with this terrain. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there. So you're saying that there's a slope. There's some slope uh, to this terrain. Whether it classifies as a, just a hill or a uh, cliff mm-hmm. will be up for debate. Uh, but yeah, they decide, guess what? You're fucking Rumpelstiltskin. They start fucking Rumpelstiltskin? No, they tell him he's Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. Because the the witch that sold him the thing just happened to be in the back of the car passed out mm-hmm. that they happened to steal yes. coming out of the jail. Mm-hmm. And then she gets force choked and says, you have to chant three times. Do the, say the chant three times. What's the chant? You could have just said, say his name three times. But no, there has to be this big revelation. The chant, it's his name. We already knew that because it's Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. There's, there, if you what were, else could it have possibly been? Do you think there's people that rented this movie in 1995 or like, I've never heard of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> like... If if they had, they wouldn't say, I've never heard of Rumpelstiltskin. They'd be like, I've never heard of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> this must be Rump- German. Rumpel, Rumpelstiltskin. So he ends up back into his stone form, right? Yeah. And the professional asshole gives it the most pathetic and weakest throw into the ocean. Like... If he was a seashell, he would be picked up by a four-year-old the next day. Yeah, I don't think it was even the ocean. I think it was just like a, a creek. It was the the worst hiding spot ever yeah. for uh, an entombed mythical creature. Yeah, I don't even, like, it It shows that it sinks down to the bottom, but I don't even think that it, like, got into deep enough water to cover itself. No, no. So then they cut to the shot of them walking away. And he's like, how come I never get to hold the baby? And then the ending music starts for about half a second. And then they cut off their own ending music, not in like a fun way, but in like a, oh crap, we forgot to edit in the the setup for the sequel. And so then they cut to a girl finding it. And she takes it to her mom and is like, can I have it? And then the big reveal is, the mom has a baby. And then they go back to that same ending music and roll credits. I'm still waiting for this sequel. <laughs> did okay? Did you look at the baby at the end? No. It, it looked to me like it was the, the same. It was John Stewart, but in a bow. <laughs> it probably I, was. I, I, I'm thinking it could have been. Also, all babies look the same. Yes. Uh, I have no reason to doubt that they would totally do that. Yeah. Like just throw throw a bow on that dude, that kid. That'll work. Uh. This isn't something that I necessarily have reverence for. I'm going to defend at the end, but I definitely have positive feelings about it. Like I very much like I remember uh, going to the video store, picking this out on VHS, bringing it to my mom and her being like, of course you can rent Rumpelstiltskin. Why would you not be able to rent Rumpelstiltskin? Uh, You know, and and having her sit and read a Stephen King book in the living room, you know, at eight o'clock on a weekend Mm. while my siblings and I watched Rumpelstiltskin and it would be one that I would re-rent as we would go to the same video store with the same 40 movies to choose from yeah. uh, over and over throughout my childhood. I have a question for you. Okay. Because we've talked to, we've talked about, you know, how your relationship with horror ever since you were a kid. 
we talk about my relationship with the movie Nell and yeah. how I've still never seen the boobs mm-hmm. in Nell mm-hmm. that my mom always covered my eyes or mm-hmm. made me cover my eyes. Horror movies have a lot of boobs in them. Mm-hmm. Like how how was was that ever a thing? Yes, in the so Russ we, household. So we covered. I covered eyes, okay, uh, and things. But also, I was. I I when my mom passed away, I still don't know if she ever knew that I would ever have sex. If I had that, I had ever had sex. Okay, it was not. It was just nothing that I was. I think it was mostly me, but obviously it would have to do with how I was raised or whatever. Yeah. Never comfortable with that at all. Um, but it was very much like cover your eyes now. But also, I would because I was so uncomfortable with it. I would make a point to see it coming and I would go get a drink. I mm-hmm. would go to the bathroom at that time so that I wasn't put in that situation. Right. I wasn't the kid that was going to be trying to peek because I didn't want to acknowledge to my mom that I wanted to see boobs. Right. Like, of course she knew. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm outwitting her by, mm-hmm. oh. by not looking at the boobs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's what it was. I think probably similar to yours uh, yeah. in, in that sense. So I, I know that there were times where, like, you know, they would get their video from the place with all the mirrors. Yeah. Uh, and then it would just be like, here, you kids watch this. Yes. So what about in the, like, there were, like, semi-unsupervised times. Sure. But, like, uh, you know, you had your brother and sister probably there as well. Yeah. Um, that seems like an interesting dynamic. Yeah, and it just, uh, I, think, I don't think, I don't remember that ever being acknowledged or an issue i mean we de- I definitely wasn't rewinding it and re-watching it with right. them um but it was what did you make your siblings cover their eyes i don't i th- think so yeah, yeah. I, I probably did yeah uh, i do remember like with friends like i remember psycho four there's a there's a scene where there are breasts mm-hmm. and uh I had a sleepover with people and we rewound it and rewound it and rewound it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, I could probably go through and list the VHSs that like Terminator two had breasts in it. Definitely watched that. Could, like anything we owned True. that I could pick through and really, uh, rewatch the breast scenes over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, my neighbor had uh weekend at Bernie's and there's one, one shot mm-hmm. where he rips her top off. Yeah. So that was rewound and paused and rewound and paused. He had, uh, gross point blank that there's one scene where there's a girl screaming in a shower when they're doing like a raid. Mm-hmm. So that was rewound over and over. So, um, not much slipped through. And I don't know if that was really conscious. Cause I don't think my parents knew that much about, about movies to know what they were buying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't own any, I didn't know like if I would have owned Friday the 13th part five, that would have been amazing. I didn't own that. I had to, rewatch Nell <laughs> to see boobs. I've decided, I feel like something that would be amazing for me is if I could go through and recreate my VHX collection as a kid, mm-hmm. because it's so fucking random. Like Nell tales from the hood, <laughs> like yeah, not Rumpelstiltskin. Cause we read it that, but just like the most r- random shit that I don't know how ended up being the ones that we owned. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, I remember to this day, um, I was at, we have a mutual friend. He was my neighbor, very, very Christian upbringing. 
And I remember going over to their house and their dad had rented the movie Airplane. And we're all watching Airplane with his dad. And then all of a sudden the like there's a shot when like it's going down that the gag is, Hey, look, there's boobs going across the screen. That's it for the entire movie. But like I remember that happening and like knowing the situation, like the environment going uh I wasn't supposed to see those. This is going to be incredibly awkward for the rest of the thing. And it was. It was it like, delivered it on was the like, awkwardness. I can't I can't leave now because that would be weird. But I don't want to stay because it's just going to get weirder. <laughs> and it was like this is, it's like like having a little panic attack. You're like praying for mom to call with a family emergency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, oh it's my leave. mom. We got to go." <laughs> There's a horrible car accident. Thank God. <laughs> uh Yeah. See, and those are the things like I wonder what we're doing to our kids to damage. Uh, yeah. I don't say damage. That's not damage. It's just the things that you remember and yeah. and make awkward. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, watching my 14-year-old cousin. Uh, I was being like, cool cousin, like, um, hey, you know, just come over to my place and spend the night. Um, and, you know, we'll have, we'll have, he, because he, uh, single mom and only had sisters so we're like we'll have a dude night whatever and he really wanted to watch human centipede and i was like oh fuck like i've heard this is really gross like i don't want to watch it but all right fine you really want to watch human centipede that's fine let's watch human centipede i didn't know there was just nothing but boobs for two-thirds of that movie <laughs> like that's how old, it how old is he 14 oh that's fine his mom wouldn't have liked it that's that's true okay so yeah you're it's not so like it's not a cousin part of me part of me is like cool cousin yeah part of me is also like i don't want to piss off his mom bad nephew versus cool cousin which one do you do yeah yeah it's a tough choice yeah you chose cool cousin like once i'd started it if i had known going in it would have been a solid no once i started it it's like i Okay, this is happening, I guess. I would say the IMD Parents Guide, but they make everything sound like a fucking porno. <laughs> it's yeah, true. I've read they some make, of those. They That's make hilarious. everything horrible. Um, an interstitial? Okay. So uh, I thought we were having one, but yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I can save this. It's no, not fine. that important. Uh, so I knew that uh, at some point this would happen with my kids, but I didn't know it was going to happen this quick. Okay. Uh, Where they are talking to me about something, and I'm like, what are these cellular phones you're talking about? Like where there's like this this generational divide. Uh, And so both of them, uh, school's canceled for the the weather, and they both were creating Minecraft worlds all day. Mm -hmm. I don't get Minecraft. I've never once played Minecraft. Mm -hmm. I don't care to know anything about Minecraft. Mm -hmm. But they came, both came to me arguing and fighting uh, because one created a roller coaster and thus wanted to ride it first, Uh which seems totally fair to me. Mm -hmm. That's where that decision ended up from dad is he made the roller coaster. He gets to be the first one to do it. Uh, And then the younger kid was like, my inventory 
I'm supposed to have gray carpet, but I only have white carpet and the older kid won't look at his inventory for him to try to help him. So he's trying to hand me this tablet Mm -hmm. so that I can correct this carpet issue Mm -hmm. for the roller coaster because it's the wrong color of carpet. Mm -hmm. My five-year-old is obviously well into knowing what the menus and topics are related to this. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a fucking clue. <laughs> Zero idea in my mind at all. So yeah. I'm decree. <laughs> Here's what's happening. Nine-year-old, you were allowed. You're riding the roller coaster first because you built it. Mm-hmm. But you need to help him with his inventory problem with this gray carpet versus the white carpet issue. Uh, and, and hopefully, unless the, until they listen to this, they think dad knows what I was talking about mm-hmm. uh, and s- resolved the issue in a fair and balanced and uh, adult manner. Nice. But I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it's only going to get worse before it gets better, man. Like, yeah. I know when I would tell my parents to go buy, buy me CDs, they would be like, I don't understand this. Who is this Toby Keith fella? <laughs> And what do you mean? I bought you this Toby Keith CD. No, he has more than one CD out, Mom. You already He's got a me. country star. He puts out seven a year. You already got me this. Well, you said they, the lady at Target said this was the one. Like, I wrote the title right there, Mom. How could you fuck this up? <laughs> and I know that's the feeling that my kids have. How did the- you come back with Phil Collins' No Jacket Required? <laughs> that's not even close. <laughs> well, the lady at Target helped me. I thought that you'd like that instead. Uh, it's that new rock and roll music you kids are listening to now. <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like, and I know that's what my kids feel like talking to me about Minecraft, man. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, yeah, I, they're probably too young, but like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, the new Post Malone track. Have you heard the new Post Malone track? No. Like, uh, here's the thing. Okay, now that I've mentioned Post Malone, here's the thing about Post Malone. He looks like he sucks. He looks terrible. And this is this is kind of one of the new things. Is this the white white rapper with shit on his face, right? Yes. Okay. And that's kind of the the whole there's like a whole new genre. There's a whole new wave of white rappers with shit all over their faces. Yes. Uh I'd never heard a Post Malone track. I decided that I hate Post Malone and will never like his music. Then uh, I was watching Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and I was like, oh, what is this catchy tune? I want to know what that is. That is the song Sunflower by Post Malone. Ah, shit. The song is really fucking good. (laughs) That is the worst. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because he looks terrible. Yeah, I've seen him. He looks like a douche. I've made the same decision that you have, Mm -hmm. and I'm just waiting for him to die of a heroin overdose (laughs) right this second. Hey, he's not Mac Miller. All I know, literally, I don't even, I haven't even heard of these people. Mm -hmm. And then I see they show up that they've died of a heroin overdose at the age of 22 and they're worth a billion dollars. I don't even know who they are. I don't know them until they die. Yeah. There's a guy, uh, I think his name is Travis Brown, who is uh, playing the Super Time, or Super Time, the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, (laughs) You just sounded like me. Yeah. I'm like, that big Super Time football game. (laughs) He's playing the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, he's not, he's not the main act, but he's like the main, uh, featuring act, whatever. Uh, (laughs) the main featuring act. Yes. You know, it's like, uh, 
Janet Jackson is performing in the Super Bowl and Justin Timberlake is going to be there. I understand what you're saying. Your phrasing was awesome. Yes. Years ago, uh, uh, Jason from episode 100 mm-hmm. uh, and his brother were in a band and we went to a battle of the bands for them mm-hmm. and they came in second place and they announced them as their runner up champions. <laughs> So, so that was basically the high point of that band for them. So I always reference them as the runner-up champions. That's great. Um, and so I had never heard of him. Uh, I later learned that he's dating a Kardashian, and I was like, oh, that's why he's doing the halftime show or whatever. Then I learned he's the number one selling uh, rap artist right now. That made me feel old. Okay. I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Everything that you're experiencing related to rap music mm-hmm. is how I feel about everything in the world. Yes. Okay. So take this. Yes. What's a Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've realized uh, doing the episode notes each week that basically each week I have the exact same note, which is Russ doesn't know who this person is, and it makes me sad. It is. You should start copying and pasting. <laughs> it would save you some. I basically did. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, let's hope that the conversation about Leprechaun 2 comes up with something that we haven't talked about before. So you don't have to copy and paste. We'll try. What's our synopsis By for By the time Leprechaun we get 2? to the second movie, I'm skipping ahead. So <laughs> there are usually fewer notes for the second movie once I think that's filled up enough space. <laughs> Let's just find the highlights. <laughs> um, Leprechaun 2 is the separate second Leprechaun movie. It takes place in L.A., mm-hmm. which you told me was Oklahoma City, and you're a liar. I made up the Oklahoma City thing. Oh, did not know that. I just meant it was a city. Like, we were trying to come up with how we get from A to B to outer See, space. See, I didn't know that. I just assume your horror knowledge is absolute. Oh, no, I just pulled that out of my ass. Okay. Uh, it's in. It's takes place in L.A. Uh, and it's. I love that the IMDb thing says it's Leprechaun's one thousandth birthday. It's not. His, it's his two thousandth birthday, even though he says in the thing several times that it's his one thousandth birthday. The whole beginning is it's his one thousandth birthday, and then the story takes place on his two thousandth birthday. But whatever, it's his two thousandth birthday, and he's going to steal a bride. Yeah. Uh, and how does he get a bride? So the movie starts off, and he has a slave. That's that's nice. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun has a slave. Yes, he does. Uh, and he's like, you know what, slave? You know, you've served me well. Uh, I. It's me 1,000th birthday. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day. You know what? I'm I'm feeling generous. I'm gonna go get me a bride, and then I'm gonna set you free. Yeah, you be my wingman. Yeah. You make this happen and you're mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah. And he's like, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. And so Leprechaun's like, oh, well, there looks, that's a, a nice pretty lady right there. Uh, I'm going to marry her. What do you think about that? Uh, fuck you, Leprechaun. That's my bride. No, that's his daughter. That's my daughter. So. <laughs> it could be both. Sure. It's. <laughs> You know, the olden times. Uh, so he pleads with him. And of course, Leprechaun is like, fuck you. I'm going to make her sneeze three times without hearing a God bless you because that will turn her into my bride. Right. Because 
complications. Uh huh. Because that's how magic works. <laughs> so we get two sneezes, and the slave is like, "I got to do it." God bless you. Yep. And it doesn't end well for him. No. And Leprechaun has a he, dry spell. He gets sky ganked of another thousand years, mm-hmm. like Russ did when he got bit. <laughs> Uh, so cut to a thousand years later, uh, and we meet, uh, our young up and coming actor who I don't think ended up doing anything other than this movie, Bridget, uh, and, uh, his drunken, uh, uh, legal guardian slash, I don't know that he's actually his legal guardian or was that made up? I think he made that up, but who do we actually see? Clint fucking Howard. Yeah, for an extended period of time. Yeah. Not doing it. He's nope. just a patron. Mm-hmm. He he didn't need to be Clint Howard. He no. That you have Clint Howard, you fucking use Clint Howard. Get yeah. ki- have him kill someone, get killed. Don't just have him be a little whiny bitch. Or at least have him be weird. Yeah. He was instead of just like he was just a, the nor the weird looking normal guy. Yeah, that's all he was. He was just a Midwestern tourist. Mm-hmm. That's all he was, just bitching. Uh, so, th- so the business that they've got here is they they take a, a hearse and they drive around and they show you uh, the haunted and scary attractions. Yeah, where where uh, people died, basically, where celebrities died. So uh, this is ran by basically uh, Uncle Willie from Demon Knight. Sure, uh-huh. mixed with Uncle Billy from It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> uh, so our our hero first really pushes hard. This guy that is just fucking plastered mm-hmm. needs to drive these tourists around and do the tour. Yeah, he pushes hard. Like you're not that drunk. Yeah, till he comes to his senses. He he wants the special or the the usual, which is a bucket of ice that he can put in the sink and sober him up with. Yes, he needs to get with Marlon Brando him. and get one of those ice hats. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Here's the thing. I, I rewatched this, and he gets paid by four people uh-huh. for this tour. Yes. We don't know that they're necessarily paying the same amount. Like, it's definitely shady. Like well, We know they didn't because one of them signed up for the deluxe package. Uh, that's true. So the people that – the second couple that signs up mm-hmm. uh, hand him one bill. They don't negotiate or ask how much it is. They know exactly how much it is. Right. Give him one bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are four people on this one bill, uh, and then he says it's almost three hundred dollars for the tour. Yeah, so it I don't was know how this math and I don't know how this math. So works out. that means Clint Howard and his wife got the deluxe package. Okay, that was a hundred dollars a ticket, and uh, the back of the hearse got the regular package, which was fifty dollars a ticket. And they gave him he handed a hundred dollar bill. I would buy that. You just boom. I mathed it for you. I definitely forgot about the. uh, I I was hung up on making everything equal, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And it wasn't until you point out that they did get the deluxe package, Mm -hmm. which seemingly doesn't include anything else. Nope. I feel like they're going to get like a keychain on their way out. (laughs) What they got was a bathroom break (laughs) at the go kart track, (laughs) where Um, old Arby sign. There's an old Arby sign out out there, and it got me all nostalgic. Because there's only, like, one within, like, 50 miles that I know of. Just the big hat? Yeah, with all the lights and stuff. Hmm. You don't see those much anymore. No. I saw a picture of an old Taco Bell mm-hmm. where it was, like, the, the purple and the turquoise. Yeah. And that definitely gave me some nostalgia right there, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, 
Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Without that, cr- without the crooked bell, when it was just a straight bell, mm-hmm. and it was like brown. Demolition Man era? Yeah, Demolition Man Taco Bell. Yeah. In my mind, just so you, like, those tacos were a thousand times better than they are right now. Yes. Like, <laughs> like if I would kill to have a taco from 1992, <laughs> right now, <laughs> because... I guarantee you they're just as nasty now as they were then. Yeah. But as a child, uh, it was it it really was as delightful as Demolition Man made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what they didn't have then is the rolled chicken tacos, and those are a limited time uh, recurring item at Taco Bell yes. that I wish that they would just put on their regular fucking menu because they are delicious. Uh, you brought those here one day mm-hmm. and it was awesome because I think you literally had nine cheeses because yeah, you get a, <laughs> a four pack was... <laughs> and you get two sauces and I got like three, four packs, but it was awesome because they just kept coming mm-hmm. and you ended up with this fucking t- like it was my cheese tower the cheese tower was taller than a bottle of water mm-hmm. and it was a thing of water <laughs> yes a thing of water mm-hmm. um so we end up at the go-kart track and uh the guy's gal is kind of like go fuck you i'm gonna go flirt with this other dude yeah ian Ian. who it appears to be i mean it's late at night it's probably eight nine o'clock how late is this go-kart place open and he just calls someone else to take over his shift that's how you do it these are dedicated people man they're sitting around the only person more dedicated than somebody that operates a go-kart go-kart track is an elevator repairman as you saw in the shaft <laughs> and the lift those are the only people that are more dedicated to he's jobs. like yeah sure i'll come in and take your remaining hour and 45 minute shift yeah good luck with that that doesn't happen yeah so uh, you could not get laid uh, so we see the leprechaun is back in this era, mm-hmm. and he steals the a tooth from a guy yeah. uh, with the help of roots. And I think there's a fan theory here that the leprechaun is responsible for the Necronomicon in mm-hmm. Evil Dead because he can control roots. I, feel I like, immediately thought Evil Dead. I feel like there's a fan theory there. Yeah. Uh, that would totally make sense. So the uh, his goal... He could have used his favorite owl to to bind the book. Yeah. So he, uh, his father gave him that owl, all, <laughs> all, all, all the, uh, so that his gold appears and he throws the tooth in there and there's very much like Indian music from India playing. Yeah. When his gold appears. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's like the snake charmer. Do, 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 do. Yes. The snake exactly like comes up. Yeah. Because What's it's snake? just floating there. Okay. So he's charming the gold. I don't know if he's necessarily charming it, From but Ireland. Um, so, do you know much about uh, magic tricks? I was hoping you were just going to say magic. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It depends on what you ask. So, me. one of the most famous, um, probably the most famous um, magic trick to come out of India is the uh, the levitating rope. Okay. Which is basically they throw a rope in the air and it's it's floating off the ground, it's stiff, and then they climb it. And they climb up and then they climb down. And then yank it down and it comes back as just a regular rope. I think that that was kind of like the levitating rope, but it was a levitating pot of gold. Got it. Uh, I couldn't figure out the geography of that. 
segment. Well, he's Adam. Irish. Yes, but <laughs> now it makes sense. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Um, the uh, so uh, he ends up going to jail because he is a minor without a driver's license. He doesn't have it. Okay, let's list. He lists off the things he uh, he he is operating a business with a learner's permit. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have insurance and six seatbelt violations. Guess what? There are only five people in that vehicle. <laughs> Boom. I bet you he'll get off scot-free. Oh, for sure. For at least one of those violations. Yes. Well, I don't think he's getting charged because <laughs> he got he got let out of there immediately. Uh, the leprechaun rips uh, the finger off of a terrible actor. Fucking terrible actor in this movie. Uh, and he just rips his finger off to steal his gold coin. Random businessman. Randis, random businessman. Uh, and then gold he ring, ends yeah. up in a pawn shop. Is it a pawn? No, it's like a repair place. What? Where does he end up with the lawnmower? That's just Bridget's garage. Oh, it's yeah, because yeah, it's, Ian it's takes the guy Bridget, that left, Ian takes Bridget home and Bridget's with. like, All right, thanks, bye. And he's like, You gotta fuck me, that's them's the deals. I gave you them chili dogs. And she's like, That's not how life works. And he's all I don't like, know where they go. That's how I pay my prostitutes, is two chili <laughs> dogs and uh and a half of a flat diet coke. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's just like, Bah my penis. Ma and uh He's walking back to his car, and in the garage, Bridget's like, hey, Ian, I changed my mind and teleported over here. Come get these boobies. <laughs> and he's like, I I, I think I like boobies. Mm-hmm. How, I, how old are these people? Because I thought that they were like high schoolers. No, they're... But I think they're supposed to be like 20-somethings? No, no, no. no. So I think they are actually 20-somethings in real life, but I think they're supposed to be high schoolers. Right. And we're seeing her breasts. Yeah, that's well, why it was... sort of, yes. It's, is, this an, is this another... Like, they never explicitly say that she's 17. This is definitely a 17-year-old. Is, is this another 17-year-old boob movie? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and tying together our conversation earlier, I definitely remember this movie because I remember these boobs. They were they were good boobs. They're very nice boobs. And, mm-hmm. like, he... So the dude is, like... They're very interesting looking. They're uh, interestingly shaped. He's going into motorboat. Mm-hmm. Uh, very delicately, but the leprechaun has a lawnmower sitting up on end mm-hmm. that he's getting ready to put his face into. That's what I mean, because that's Bridget, and that's kind of horrific, man. Uh-huh. Like, legitimately, You're like gonna that's put your scary. own face into a lawnmower. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, also, as I'm watching this, this is like the most obvious, uh, like body double that I think I've seen in a long time from a movie because there's no degree of like trying to hide it. It's just like face, boobs, face, boobs. Like, I don't feel like they, they matched in the slightest. Um, uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. I got a phone call, uh, from face boobs. No, uh, from, uh, for a, a, a work legal related reason. How many legal things happen at your work? I mean, that's a portion of my thing. Where do you work? Uh, And there was the question (laughs) presented to me. So this is a lawyer on the phone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm speaking lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Um, Are you familiar with the term motorboat? (laughs) So there was like legal problems presented from like an employee 
involved in motorboating. <laughs> That's, That's a real great. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the legal definition of motorboating? <laughs> Is it the same as the <laughs> Urban Dictionary? We, we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to see that on like an affidavit or like an official statement, a charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about law is you have to do that shit. Yes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so there's there's a footnote somewhere in some transcript where it's like motorboating means to put the face <laughs> between the breasts. <laughs> As, I don't how would you cuz I just wanted to go and go <laughs> but you can't spell that. No. Uh, and I would say you could put it in quotes. Move the lips back and forth to make rapidly. raspberries, but then you'd have to have like a double asterisk to be like to make raspberries is to <laughs> to vibrate one's mouth forming uh yeah so uh horrific because he ends up thinking he's sticking his face in her boobs yep turns out it's a lawnmower yep legitimately horrifying mm-hmm. uh favorite kill of the movie yeah uh so we got I mean, the uh, kind of the only good one right uh mm, you get the st- gold in the stomach it's not bad yeah it's not bad so he ends up capturing bridget and just has like a gold bukkake with her yeah like he's just flooding the gold all over. She's just taking you it. You really love bukkake, I think. <laughs> Do I? You talk about it a lot. I feel like it is a great uh, way to 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 summarize something and make a joke out of it at the same time. She, uh, you know, uh, when in the morning when you get that water bukkake, <laughs> you mean a shower? <laughs> yeah, the water bukkake. I'm like grandma, stop correcting me. uh the uh so uh then the leprechaun ends up at a bar Mm -hmm. uh and it's it's saint patrick's day well okay so he takes he takes bridget but most importantly uh he spills his gold and a piece goes to cody Mm -hmm. and cody takes the gold yes and now cody they think cody captured kidnapped bridget and killed Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the law is after him. Yes. And then he goes to old man's house, uh, old man's apartment, and is all like, hey, uh, I didn't do it. A leprechaun did it. And the old man is like, you tell me if you're done dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a legitimate question. Yeah. So this is another. this is another thing where... The guy has a book with the exact gold coin in it, and a few pages after that exact gold coin is all about leprechauns. So it's a gold coin slash leprechaun book. Yeah. You know, like you have have on your shelf. I have one. (laughs) Don't know why you're questioning this right now. Uh, So he was like, a leprechaun did it, and um, I know I sound like an idiot, but a leprechaun did it, and I have his gold, and I think that he might want it. And he's like, you're a crazy person, but, you know, I guess I'm your friend. And then the leprechaun appears, and he's like, okay, I'm, we're on the same page now. <laughs> I buy that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same same thing as, as in uh, Rumpelstiltskin when he, he shows up and like, you're not crazy. There really is a crazy little <laughs> elf man. Okay, <laughs> let's deal with this problem now. <laughs> By not yelling his name. <laughs> uh, so they end up at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our hero ends up going into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and there is the uh, black 
little person that's in like me, myself, and Irene and everything. Mm-hmm. And Bad Santa, I think is where a lot of people would know. Bad Santa, yep. And he always kind of is just like the loud, foul-mouthed mm-hmm. person. Because uh, he's black and he's a little person, so it's funny. So in my mind, so there's a story that I, I have a friend that has, tells a story, and in my mind it's always this guy in the story. Okay. Okay. So he's gay. And Mm -hmm. he went to it. He was at a gay bar. So he went and took a leak in the bathroom. So he's taking a leak at the urinal. And all of a sudden he hears somebody and he looks down and it's a little person. It's a black little person. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, it's this guy. Okay. And he's like, damn you tall. I like my men tall. (laughs) And that's all he said to him. So he's obviously hitting on him at the urinal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it's that dude. Like, just the way that it's described, like, the attitude and, like, the brashness of it, mm-hmm. it's 100% that guy is yeah. who I've always imagined that story be. Because you know, you can picture exactly one black little person because you've only ever seen one. It's not fair. It's not true. Is it? Is it? It's not true. Name another black little person. I don't even, I can't even name that guy. I was well, just... okay, but name it in a way that, okay, here's how I saw one. Uh, that wasn't him. And then I'd be like, no, that was the same guy. <laughs> no, it was Bad Santa too. No, it was the same guy. Um, does an Indian guy count? <laughs> <laughs> was he climbing or levitating rope? Mm, no. Uh... So yeah, so they, he ends up having a drinking contest with guy that's not Uncle Willie. Right, so he comes out and he gives him, he's like, ah, it's me, not the real leprechaun. Do you want some of me gold? It's genuine milk chocolate. And then Cody's like, okay, and then he leaves. And then the stinger to the scene is uh, he, now he has to deal with having to piss when he's about as tall as the bottom of the urinal. Yeah, there's that, that moment where he has to figure <laughs> out how to jump up and down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see it. You just see, you just see, you just know that that's about to happen. Yes, that's they the problem. They cut right into that moment. That's the problem he's going to Which is, have. I respect. Uh, so they have a drink, drink off. They have a drinking challenge mm-hmm. uh, because the uh, leprechaun can obviously hold his liquor. Right. And that's what Uncle Willie's made for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but here, you, you know, he didn't drink alcohol, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's his thing is alcohol. Right. Uh, the uh, and I realized uh, drunk leprechaun mm-hmm. drinks like I'm sorry. He rhymes like Russ Russ's poems. <laughs> he's not very good at it. Yeah, we should mention. I don't. Is that a quirk he does in Leprechaun One? Uh, maybe he does it once. He, yeah, he definitely is into it. But way he more does it this. a lot in this. He where does it like way every, more in this. Basically, every time he talks, if he's not talking in a uh, A B C B stanza, then it is awkward. Yes, because that's mostly what he talks in. I one hundred percent want to hang out with drunk Warwick Davis. Like oh, sure. Like I want sober Warwick Davis to tell me stories mm-hmm. and treat me like uh like i want to look like at him a princess as, like as a father figure i want him to be my father figure okay but i want drunk warwick davis like i would turn into a frat boy to hang out with drunk warwick davis <laughs> and here's the thing i think he's such a good actor he's not drunk no he's just a great actor do you think that do you think that a lot of people who are acting drunk on screen are actually drunk 
Um, well, I know in the Marvel movies they actually turned him into a Hulk. That's that's what I assumed uh-huh. they were doing. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a Batman, right? Like that's half man, that's, half bat. Yes, exactly. That's man bat. Oh. Um. So then they're like, okay, we're gonna take him to. Uh, the go-kart we're gonna break into the go-kart place because he doesn't like iron and they have an iron safe uh because that's a new rule like gone is the uh four-leaf clover mm-hmm. now it's iron yes sure that's that's the new rule uh and so they go there and security guard hassles them uh and you know does he get killed yeah, he gets, he definitely gets maimed. I don't know if he gets killed. It ain't good. Yeah. It's definitely badly broken legs. Yes, for sure. Co- multiple compound fractures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, they, they lock him in the safe and uh, he's trapped in there. Well, this is, here's the thing about this safe. This is a crazy heavy safe, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy! The super biggest safe. It's it's obviously to be secure. It's heavy, but they put the thing on wheels so anybody can wheel it around and steal it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I only ever watched one episode. It might have only been one one segment of the show called Shark Tank, to where people present their ideas for these inventions and ask for investors. Mm-hmm. And you're not a fan of the cringe things. This is like predates what I would have what's now known as cringe sure and it was incredible because this dude was like hey you're concerned about your stuff leaving it on the beach when you go into the ocean or the lake here's the solution my cooler this is the most heavy duty cooler ever you're never going to be able to get into this lock so you just put your your valuables your keys your wallet and everything in this cooler you lock it you're never going to get it into it without the key uh you know it's super safe whatever right Mm -hmm. and went through all the reasons why this lock is awesome and then like somebody was like okay here's the thing if somebody wanted to steal this stuff what's to keep them from picking up the whole cooler and like you saw this guy like Oh my God! I he invested spent in my life four years of his life. Yes, literally two hundred thousand dollars doing that, and hadn't thought about what if somebody picks up this cooler and walks away with it. Uh, like his whole thing was just crushed. You just saw his face, and that's what I could think about: is you have a safe that big, they nail that to the fu- they screw that to yeah, the concrete, he bolted the into the floor. Yes, yeah. Not this one. It's on nope. rollers, so they can move it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, have we met Stuart? casters so they can yes. you know they have full 360 range yes. so <laughs> have we met Stuart yet i think i think we I think leprechaun already did Stuart in by now oh michael mcdonald yes yeah so, <laughs> so after the bar he goes to the espresso bar to yes. sober up uh and Stuart is a fucking dickhead. michael mcdonald he's a fucking dickhead and just is constantly making little jokes to the leprechaun so i was legitimately like you can kill this fucking guy <laughs> For making dwarf jokes and shit. Uh, and I remember this one again as a little kid, like being shocked. I, my parents didn't drink espresso. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. There are machines that just melt people's faces? <laughs> yeah, that's what like, they're for. Like... <laughs> it's weird that they put them on uh, espresso machines. Yeah. Cappuccino machines. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was this feature that got added on like late in the cycle. And yeah. then it just kind of everyone after that, you know, yeah. it's it's. 
you can't have an espresso machine without the face melter. Yeah, I I understand it now, but yeah. at the time it was odd to me. Uh, yeah, so he definitely deserved to die. So we end up with Leprechaun stuck in the safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cody's like, cool, we got him. Uh, everything's fine now. Let me just go into this closet. And hey, Morty, you locked me in the closet. Yep, because I want to get my three wishes, bitch. Yeah. So, hey, give me that gold. I want that gold, Leprechaun. I, want y- I don't want a million dollars. I don't want a billion dollars. I want your gold so does the leprechaun keep his word does he give it to him he gives it to him where does he give it to him right into belby <laughs> so his stomach's like all distended and everything golden so, skewer into belly so he's like uh you gotta wish me out of this if you want me to get it out of your belly so he wins he wishes him out of the uh he wishes him out of the safe but then he de- but he <laughs> wastes a wish to wish him out of the safe because he, he still has to open the yes, safe. I don't feel like that counted. It's not a wish. No, I don't no. think so. So he wishes to get it out of his stomach, then he just slices him open. Yeah. That's exactly how you figured that would go once it had started happening. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I was him, I would have argued, I would have rebuted the second wish there. Yeah. Like, my third wish would have been, put me back together. Uh, yeah. Because I don't think the second wish. I feel like Morty. Morty. I mean, classically, too. your first wish should be for infinite wishes, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's what you should do. Yeah, but uh, Aladdin taught us that that never works. In Aladdin universe, it doesn't. What about Leprechaun universe? We it's, don't know. It's the same universe. Is that is that part of the Leprechaun mythology where you capture them? I thought they had to give you their gold, but where, where's this three? Was there three wishes? No, it's a thing. Is it? I thought I you think. captured a leprechaun and he had to give you his gold. I thought there was wishes involved too. I don't know. Hmm. I genuinely don't know, but I've never heard that before, I don't believe. If we have any leprechauns listening, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Tell us about your people. Yes. We, w- we want to learn. Yeah. We want to know. That's what the that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast. It's to learn. Uh of course, we have to have a mode of transportation so the leprechaun ends up on a go-kart again. A, low pro- a go-kart called I Want Me Gold, loaded with spikes and shit. Yes. Uh, he so takes out the security guard. Bridget has been in his cave lair, mm-hmm. uh, and she's been trapped because it's an infinite maze that keeps coming back to the beginning. Yeah. So she decides she's going to leave a trail. She's going to hunt on gridless shit with some rocks. And she is the worst fucking person ever at leaving a trail because she leaves them every four inches apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... You have like 30 rocks. This is going to last you 12 eight feet. feet. Yeah. It, the, no. <laughs> she's the worst at this. But of course, they disappear immediately. Yeah. But she is seriously, she's literally leaving them less than six inches apart. Yeah. It's ridiculous. She would take one step and drop two rocks. Yes. I don't have anything more to say about that. Bridget's not very bright. That's that's what I got to say. That's all you can say. Uh, And then she... Just have she's like gets pissed off that her rock plan doesn't work, and uh, finds a secret box, and in the box is just like old whiskey and stuff, mm-hmm. and then she finds an all, all, an all, an all. I don't want to say all because a l l is all. It's all, but I. That's it's how like, you it's like it. you know the word oral and the word aural. Yes. Like, aural is usually just pronounced oral, but, like, I want to say aural so that you know which one I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> I want to do that with all as well. 
Like it's an all wool. It's all. It's an all. It's an all wool. It's an all. Uh, so Morty and no, not Morty. Uh, what's the guy? What's the young kid's name? Cody. Cody ends up uh, being able to track down his lair. Right. Well, bef- the payoff for the go kart is that he's he's finally got Cody trapped. He's gonna run him over, and he goes right through him. As long as he has his gold, he can't be hurt. Correct. Um, Which we find out very late in the game. That would have been nice to have knowledge to have a long time ago. Yes. Uh, So he ends up going to find Bridget in his little cave. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the leprechaun has infinite powers. Yep. He can do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And he he has home field advantage. And he chooses to hide in a rock Mm -hmm. (laughs) to wait until he shows up. To jump out at him so he does like the stripper in the cake thing yeah <laughs> waiting like i want to see a 45 minute scene with him like is he coming yet i think i hear him did i get in here too early <laughs> like <laughs> my favorite part about this is like you know how marianne just kind of come when she's not watching she just kind of comes in and out every now and then like she had not come in at all during leprechaun 2 and this is when she comes in uh, during this this final scene and like Cody comes around into like the main area and then he like explodes out of the rock and it's like ah I'm scary <laughs> and she goes how did he get in there and I was like he's magic it's fine <laughs> I do love the idea that like he's he's trying to like situate these on top of himself in a totally non-magical way yeah which by the way that rock isn't there for like ever and Bridget is at this point like tied to the bed, mm-hmm. so she just sees a rock appear, <laughs> and like totally knows what's happening. This feels like the story in like uh, Vietnam, where there was like this dude that infiltrated uh, an enemy camp by pretending to be a bush, and he would like over the course of like two weeks, the bush moved across the enemy camp or whatever mm-hmm. because he was doing it like an inch a day. So these people like wouldn't notice it moving That's but if awesome. they would have looked at a picture like that bush wasn't there two weeks ago what the fuck <laughs> and it was because it was a dude moving in like an inch a day that's awesome over the course of two weeks that's what the leprechaun did to bridget yeah but in the span of 12 seconds yeah he he navy basically sealed just appeared he navy sealed him and then went ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did nothing but i might have given you a small fright uh so the the leprechaun ends up turning into Bridget to try to fool him to get the coin back, right? Right. And he says uh Bridget like kisses him and is like, "Cool. We should leave the coin here cuz fuck that coin." Yes. And he's like, "I don't think so." And she's like, "Yeah, like let's just say fuck that coin and then like I'll go like play with your wiener a little bit." And he's like, "That sounds good." That sounds amazing. So he gives her the coin, and Bridget's like, ah, it was the leprechaun all along, and now I have the coin, and so I'm going to, like, go, bah, and you're going to fly back a couple of feet and play dead. And then he gets up. He's he's not dead. Surprise. He gets up, and he javelins the wrought iron into leprechaun, mm-hmm. and leprechaun explodes, and that's the end of the movie. But there really should be a Leprechaun 2.5 in which Cody has kind of been being followed by the cops already. 
already. Mm-hmm. He's 100% on the hook for murders all over this fucking town. Yes. He is leaving and going to jail for his entire life now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Bridget could testify for him. Bridget's going to testify that a leprechaun fucking exploded? She can at least testify that she wasn't kidnapped by him and that she that she didn't kill Ian, even though I guess she doesn't know okay, that. Okay, he definitely on paper killed Morty. Sure. And the security guard. He's going to jail for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go over the end of this movie. So okay. they get out of the tree. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how did you know it wasn't me? And he's like, the kiss different. Not better, different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, they're like, what did you do? You, are you going to keep the coin? And he's like, eh, this has been too much trouble. And he flicks the coin and it lands in the dirt by the tree. And there's a close-up shot of it landing in the dirt by the tree. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to a shot of them walking away for five seconds and then cut to credits. What? That's not how horror movies end. Horror movies end, especially when you have a franchise, we're already on number two. Like, Leprechaun That's- exploded. He Like, the coin has to, like, disappear. Here- or, th- like... He has to, like, the fingers have to come out of the ground and pull mm. the coin back no, under. T- see, here's the thing that you're not realizing. This is the last one of the series, so they're done now. That's the final period at the end of that sentence. It's staccato. It's done. No more leprechauns. It's staccata. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you're going to choose leprechaun, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree and say Rumble still to get. All right. That's uh, your prerogative, but you're wrong. It is. <laughs> uh, anything we're missing from Leprechaun 2? Yeah. It's f- it's fun. It's I don't think it's as good as the first. Mm, uh, no. But uh, it, it continues along the, uh, the absurd and fun mm-hmm. path, I would say. Next one's in Vegas. Next one is in Vegas. And then in space, which we've already seen. We have. It's and exciting. then a double dose of in the hood. The hood. No, the hood. <laughs> I apologize. I'm, the so, hood. I'm sorry for not speaking properly. Next week? Next week. Next week. First movie, Justin. We are going to do this. You might have seen it already. I don't Boom. Know. I have not seen this, but uh, it's in pop culture, so I know what it is. James Caan, Kathy Bates, a classic misery. Uh, so you just on like a Stephen King kick lately? why this is happening do have we watched other stephen king stuff no i know you're like reading a lot of stephen king yeah. stuff right now yeah i mean there's just a lot of stephen like king last stuff. week you said you read apt people and something else yeah yeah i mean i read misery a while ago uh stephen king white knuckler says leonard Moulton. thanks leonard Moulton. uh yeah so you see here she is kathy bates on the front she's all frumpy looking and has a sledgehammer and James Kahn looks very concerned. Uh, I know, like, what Misery is. He's an author. She's an obsessed fan. And she kidnaps him. Uh, I know what that sledgehammer is all about. And I look. F- I do not look forward to that scene. Good. So it sounds like you got a lot of knowledge about it. You just haven't actually sat down and watched it. So no. Yep. Okay. So it'll be good. Good. Uh, second movie. Second movie. Uh... So, on the front of this poster here, we have a woman 
seductively tied to a bed and a man laying on top of her. And she's looking at the camera and he's looking off to the left kind of at her, but also not at her at all. Uh, This is a Netflix film. Gerald's Game. Some games you play, some you survive. Uh, I feel like when this came out, like I watched the trailer for it and it looked uh, good. I feel like I heard some good things about it. Okay. But I don't think it's one of those like huge ones. Okay. But I think I've heard I think I heard good buzz around the time and that slowly that very quickly died down. Okay. So what is it? What is what is this gonna be? This is uh you don't have that much to go off of, but I feel like you could you can dive think, into that. I think I know the premise of okay. this is that uh I may be thinking of exactly the wrong thing, but I think like they like go to do a kinky sex thing and she gets all tied up and then he dies okay and then like she is just stuck there in bed but i could be totally misremembering that so yeah good so uh tied up in bed movies tied up in bed stephen king movies oh okay there you go (laughs) probably take place in maine (laughs) i had to guess where did you get that from that is crazy you know what it's a it's a weird kooky guess but uh you know what i'm gonna stick to it it's a one in 50 odds <laughs> we didn't even know it was in the u.s no that's a that's a one in 50 times 50 yeah that's a one in 250 mm-hmm. odds 2500 odds i was gonna Excuse say that 2500 odds but then there's also countries other countries mm-hmm. they're what like 194 three countries got nothing for you so there could be a lot there mm-hmm. what about tributaries do we need to throw those into account as in the things that <laughs> feed rivers <laughs> i didn't know we were switching to bodies of water what's the difference between a road and a street <sighs> justin what else you got for us i honestly don't know i 